0: Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. We're back.
1: The Golf Insiders yeah, yeah, yeah. wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk. In the house, Holly G and Will Perry. And uh, as always, we love to go to one of our favorite golf insiders, the associate editor of Golf Week, Kevin Casey on the line. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Holly. How are you doing this evening? Doing well. I want to talk a little bit about the upcoming PGA championship um, next week. Hard to believe Uh, we're at the fourth major. And... um, (laughs) uh i've gotten word from fairly good sources inside the PGA HQ that um it the the championship is moving it is going to move to may it's going to be announced next week you have any any uh, scoop on your end on this
2: i unfortunately do not but i mean obviously you know that this this uh, these rumblings have been a long time coming i mean it's been years in the making um so, I mean, I, I honestly do not have any inside um, access to uh, let like you to add on to that, but it's definitely been a, a long time coming, and uh, it'll be an interesting announcement uh, when it comes.
0: Don't you think it'll feel a little bit odd starting the real start of the season with the PGA Championship and not the Masters? I mean, before the wraparound schedule started a few years ago, like the Masters was the official start, really, of kind of that the spring the spring push.
2: Well, I mean, uh, the Masters, uh, the move. uh, The move move is is going to go go to
0: May. Well, and that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I don't know why I was thinking that. My mind is not on point tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All that, the latte was what got me.
2: No, it's fair because um, you know May is not the only. In the past, I even mean, February has been pointed. Uh, you know, in the past has been thought of as an, as an idea to move the PGA to. So I can understand. There's confusion on sometimes, sometimes when it could be moved to. So I can
0: understand that.
1: But I think what well, the plan is: the player's going to come back. You know, to March, and I think that's what the, I was thinking, th- right? And subconsciously, the, yeah. And and um, the the PGA will move to May. Now it becomes you know the second major of the year. I'm sure they feel that's good positioning since uh, you know in some ways it's it's always you know it not only is it the fourth major but um you know it it's, it sort of gets sandwiched in uh, between you know the the playoffs and the FedEx Cup at the at the end of the year. Um interestingly too I saw a story where the former president of the PGA Ted Bishop uh was putting up the possibility of of the PJ championship actually being located at Valhalla like as a permanent home. I thought that was an interesting story.
2: That would be pretty interesting. I mean, they definitely uh, like Valhalla as a site. I mean, you know, there was the time 90 it was it was uh, I went there twice in 5 years at one point, 96 and 2000, 2000 being, you know, the famous Tiger Woods Bob May about. But yeah, that would be I'd uh, be interesting. I I don't really ted bishop isn't the president there anymore so i mean he can you can put out that idea but i don't really think he'll hold water i mean obviously it's worked for the masters with augusta national but it's a pretty tough concept uh to, it's pretty tough to put that one in especially because um valhalla i mean it's a good course and everything but i don't think it's universally loved i think some people have issues with that course um so it produces good winners but uh it's it's I, that's a tough sell for me. Um, Although you never know, the uh, the NCAA championship recently—not permanently, but recently—went uh, to uh, a, it'll, it'll go to a, uh, the same site three straight years in 2020, 2020 to 2022. So you never know.
1: Well, we know one of the things that's going to happen is if they do move it to May, uh, that it's it's going to cut some of the you know some of the courses out, particularly in the Northeast, you know, just due to you know early season issues. that's
2: uh, you're totally right there. I mean, although, I mean, the thing is, once it, it can also, hurt, you know, once in August right now, it can hurt, you know, courses. You know, it's a very wet period. And it's a very hot period. So, I mean, but you're all right. In May, it's uh, up in the Northeast. It's still, they're still getting out of the winter up there. So, I mean, you're right. It does cut out some courses. But, I mean, there's plenty of courses <laughs> outside of the Northeast that can uh, be viable PJ sites. So, I don't think that's a huge deal, especially because PJ is not really based out of the Northeast like, you know, the USGA is. So, um, I don't find a big deal there, and you know schedule change it would, it would be interesting um it would definitely help the PGA in terms of you know by this time of year you know golf you know people are still interested in the golf season, but there's still definitely there's definitely a wandering eye for a lot of people toward football season and you know it's three majors in a few months and it's exhausting for people to watch so this at least puts them smack dab in the middle of the season where people where all the eyes are on the, you know all the eyes are Not not all the guys are on golf, but more guys are on golf. And, you know, there's maybe less fatigue at that point in the year.
1: Yes, I have to say that I actually tweeted a friend that I saw the the first NFL promo. I think it was last weekend. Uh, So definitely we know that's part of the strategy (laughs) here is is to get the playoffs, you know, finished. And we've often talked about that, that, you know, perhaps golf needs that little bit of, you know, yearn that you get in other sports, you know when when they complete and they go away for a few months.
0: Right.
2: And the, Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I think the P.J. Tour uh Brass get it. They understand that, you know, you can't really match up against the NFL in terms of ratings. People are just going to watch, a lot of people are going to watch, and college football too, I guess, uh, you know, Saturdays as well. So football is king in America. So, I mean, yeah, I think they realize smartly that, hey, we can't really try and compete with them. So we just need to kind of, you know, wrap it up maybe a little bit quicker and obviously there's still events in the fall that people can watch it just those are more for the more hardcore fans
1: we're talking to Kevin Casey from golf week so speaking of courses Kevin can you give us some sense of this iconic track up at uh in Akron Ohio uh the Firestone uh who it may favor this week is you know it's it's tight it's tree uh is it gonna be big hitters it's gonna be putting what do what do you foresee
2: yeah, so I mean, this course, uh, South course is, um, it's hosted majors in the past, PGA, a long time ago, in like the 70s, um, but it's, you know, been a long host, long time host of the Bridgestone Invitational. There's been a one or two years where it hasn't been, but overall, since, uh, World Golf Championships came around in the late 90s, it's been basically the host of this championship. And yeah, uh, Firestone, it's, yeah, you're right, tree lined. It's right in front of you. I mean, very, you know, the holes are pretty much straight and, it's definitely more slope than people give it credit for, I think. You know, I think people think it's a very flat course and it's really not as flat as people think. It's there's a little bit more deception to it than people will give it credit for. Um, you know, you it has to be deceptive, you know, so you know, the winning scores are once in a while get the twenty under, but usually this course it's single digits under par as a winning score, maybe double digits, like ten or eleven under. So, I mean it's a tricky course. I'd say the player it favors. I mean, I you know, you have you have to be somewhat accurate up I mean the fact that Tiger's won, what, seven or, I think, I again, keep track, I think it's seven or eight, eight, seven or eight times, either one of those two at Firestone may uh, take some luster off that fact since Tiger was not the most accurate driver in his day. But you have to have some sort of form of accuracy, accuracy on the course. I think mainly, though, it's a second shot course. Those, those guys who are most adept at approach play are the ones who do the best here, and Tiger would actually prove that because Tiger was probably the best iron player, best approach player by far in golf in his heyday. And this is a course he uh, he ate up. So I would say, you know, driving accuracy is, is somewhat of a key, not paramount. Not as paramount as people think. That's somewhat of a key. But the main thing is approach play, that these guys, whoever has their iron dialed in this week the most is going to be in contention.
1: Well, do you think there's um, some some sort of a – would you consider if you're a player, maybe a jinx to win the WGC before the PGA Championship? Who who do you think really, you know, could use the win right right now? I mean, um, you know, Ricky's been a little bit off his game. Who, who do you think needs that little extra hit right now?
2: Ricky could that? Yeah, Ricky. That's definitely a guy. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I forgot to name some players. Um, yeah, Ricky would be it would be a big boost for him. He's had some high finishes here. He been a second one year here I believe that was a year he lost by five shots and Scott but that's still a second place finish he's, he still beat every player in the field but won that week so he's had a good record here it would be a good boost for him um but he's been playing well all year so i mean i don't, I don't necessarily think he needs the boost I think he'll do well this week though
1: all right we got um, th- someone who could really we got 30 seconds Sorry, go Kevin so give us your Sorry, give us ahead. your pick give us your pick
2: Okay, my pick I, I actually did it for fantasy. Justin Rose, a really incredible approach player.
1: Um mm.
2: just a great course for him and he's been playing. besides Rick Dirk Burke he's played really well recently.
1: Good pick. I like that one and uh
0: Will? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna take two this time. I'm gonna go with uh Dustin Johnson as my number one and John Rahm with his debut for my number two.
1: Ooh, John Rahm, I like that pick. Um That's good pick. wow, let's see, where am I going? Where am I going? Um Oh, somebody hitting it straight down the middle. Oh, Wow, you're struggling I'm struggling. Today. I am struggling to try <laughs> to go somewhere deep. All right, I'm going for Jordan. All right. There you go. There we go. He loves to get on a roll. Thank you.